0: Hey. <laughs> if you want to say something, you gonna take it? Nah.
1: I can't. That, yeah.
0: that voice is the voice of uh, what do you know? The highest-paid offensive lineman in NFL history, Trent Brown. Sitting here, he's swagged out. We got we got the jacket, we got some flannel pattern, we got the red top with the polo, the fresh glasses, the watch is blinding, <laughs> blinding. How you feeling, man? I'm feeling blessed. You liking this Rod Simba beat? <laughs> Shout out to Rod.
1: Shout out to Rod. I like yes. this. I feel like I'm on
0: a scene of Baby Boy. Hey. Hey. Um, how has this been, man? These last few weeks have had to have been wild. Seriously.
1: It's, it's honestly felt fake. Fake? Like.
0: So when people say life is like a movie, now you know what they're talking about. Definitely. Mm.
1: And I started saying that uh, just being in the league, being able to do some of the things that I was privy to. But uh, just being, you know what I mean? I started saying that a couple of years ago, me and him both. Uh, just, you know what I mean? Some of the things I was privy to because I had a few extra yeah. dollars. But um, uh, now... I, I know the real meaning. Like, this is my first official press run. Like, I've wow. done a lot of interviews uh, since the Super Bowl. Right. Non-stop interviews.
0: Pre, uh, media night of Super Bowl. How many reporters really came up to you to talk to you?
1: I don't even know. I was actually at the hospital. Uh, what? With my girl. We had our son. That Tuesday. Yeah, she was, she was in labor for two days.
0: You had a son the week of the Super Bowl, and then in the offseason got the biggest con trend bro this has to feel fake
1: <laughs> what do you, you feel me what
0: do your prayers sound like these days like how uh, thankful are you man
1: i've always given god his just due uh he gets all the credit for me none of this would be possible without him
0: yeah so what what is what have you had a chance to like sit down
1: and and let it i haven't i've been non-stop on the go Doing this, doing that, trying to make sure my family is good, trying yeah. to make sure I'm good, trying to make sure my business stuff is good. So yes. uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, how many kids do you have now? Two. Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are their ages?
1: Nine months and seven weeks. Oh, my God, bro. Welcome. Thank you.
0: I mean, I don't have any kids. I'm saying welcome like I got kids. I have no idea. <laughs> it's, I'm praying for you. But It's life-changing. Yeah. And then, because it gives you perspective. But I would imagine playing for the Patriots gives you perspective. And winning a Super Bowl gives you – what have you learned through all this thus far? Sorry, I'm just, like, taking aback. I'm happy um, for you.
1: I haven't really learned much. I've, I've remained constant in myself through the whole process. Um, nothing has changed me. I, I was just telling my family and, and them last week, uh, even though I signed the contract, I don't feel any different. I mean, mm. of course, there's more sense of security there. More commas. I've, yeah. Yeah. But uh, – I'm still common folk.
0: Yeah. Uh, your necklace that I'm seeing was also the shirt logo you were wearing during your press conference. What is this? What are we working with here?
1: TB77. That's TB77. OfficialTB77.com. Uh, TB77 is just my initials and my number. Sure. Um, greatest underdog is really just explains itself. Uh, really just want to... Let people know out there, especially kids, that you can do anything you want to do. All you got to do is believe in yourself. You don't need anybody else to believe in you other than yourself. You have yourself in God, and the sky's the limit.
0: What's funny about an NFL player is we always look at the draft as like the birth, right? So for you, a lot of people will say you're an underdog because seventh round draft pick, and then all of the question marks in the Niners, and then the trade, all that stuff, but... I'm, I'm curious, when did you being an underdog start? Like, when, did, when does the—I don't think you going seventh was the lowest part.
1: Well, I've honestly been an underdog my whole life, um, even in Little League. Uh, I've always been put on the back burner. I was never that uh, chosen one, so to speak. Um, and, but I always knew that I had greatness in me. It yeah. was only a matter of time before God was willing to willing and ready to reveal to the world. Because I know one guy that saw it really early, Von Miller. Yes,
0: my guy Vaughn. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I went back and I'm looking at all these stories and I'm realizing that Vaughn said that you were the best right tackle in the NFL. Had you even played a, had you even played him yet?
1: I hadn't. It was just from, it was just from inter squad practices in camp. You guys
0: had an inner squad practice and the reporters go, who's the best right, ta- who's the best tackle you faced in the NFL? And he goes,
1: Trent Brown. And you hadn't even—that was just my second camp in the league. My second year hadn't even started yet. I had I had four starts under my belt at that point, right? And they went well, but it wasn't like nobody right. was sitting around going, "He's the best," right? That had to catch you off guard. It did. I had no clue. Somebody, people were sending me the clips from the interview, and I'm like, "Dang, I didn't know he said that." We—I just saw him two yeah, days yeah. ago. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. I, um, it Changed everything. Did it? What did it change? What could one quote change? I mean, I think it just brought a w- more awareness to me. I mean, um, that's it, really. just People know, started paying attention. People started paying attention. And the writers or whoever, they may say, like you said, all the question marks yeah. and whatever, the hoopla. Yeah. But... The respect of my peers is what matters most because those are the guys that actually play downs and, and step in between those lines. And have to get around you. And they know they know when they play Trent Brown that they're going to they have a day.
0: What's funny is there were all these hints for us. Then there's this Joe Staley quote where he goes, I don't throw this around lightly. He can be as good as anyone in the NFL that's ever been. You see him and you think Jonathan Ogden. He's Jonathan Ogden-esque. Jonathan Ogden is like on the Mount Rushmore of tackles of all time. Mm-hmm. He was the the original dancing bear. He helped the, turn the Cleveland Browns into the Baltimore Ravens. He was the offensive piece that was consistent with Ray Lewis on the defensive side. I mean, but none of these quotes were taken seriously, I felt like.
1: I felt like they were all said, but then no one ran with them. I mean, of course, when you got people that can control the narrative, you know, they can dim your light. Mm-hmm. And they can make that go away yeah who are we talking about
0: I'm going to go Charlemagne who are you talking about (laughs) Uh, whoever we talking about San Francisco yeah it was it's got to be a weird time man Mm. because one there's this trade that happens where you're like this secondary piece almost and then you end up being holding it down on the left side for the greatest quarterback that's ever lived in some people's minds in Tom Mm -hmm. Brady like that had to feel like vindication like how did you? Because I said this to Devonte Adams uh, uh, last week. I said, when I was younger, I definitely was fueled by hate for a little bit, like early parts of my career. I'd see other people celebrating, or I'd see, or I'd, I know how they felt, and I'd be, I would use that. But then after a while, you got to burn clean. You can't rely on that, or else it'll make
1: you feel that way. How much did it fuel you in the beginning? It's still fueling me, really. Um, not mu- not from a bad place, but just the motivation to keep going Um, a lot of people just like now I'm I'm here a lot of people probably saying oh he got that this is it nah this ain't the last you gonna hear Trent Brown I almost think well definitely not but I
0: almost think it could be better for you that people are saying that. Like, look, I'm going to put everything on the table and keep it 100. I said the only thing that scares me is you're going from Dante Scarnecchia, and I'm not insulting your former coach, from the outside looking in, do not comment on this, Tom Cable. The only reason I'm saying is Tom has had a few rough offensive lines in a row, and I would argue Dante Scarnecchia is the greatest offensive line coach of all time. But do I think that's going to determine how this turns out this year? absolutely not like this comes down to you and it comes down to colton and it comes down to the coaching staff and all that but um i i can see it in your eyes right now you're sitting there going you think i'm a fucking fail bro <laughs> like i can see it you know
1: yeah this is this is just the beginning oh
0: <laughs> put that on a fucking shirt <laughs> i like that I'll wait to see the next one um you, I want to talk, we'll talk Patriots in the Super Bowl run, but I'm curious about the contract. Where were you when you got the call? I Drew, was in Miami. And
1: Drew Rosenhaus? Yes, sir.
0: So were you expecting a call? Like, how? what was the day? Tell me what the day was like.
1: I mean, I knew my friend, agency started Monday. What was it? Tampering period started. Yeah, and all that. whatever. Yeah. But it was, I mean, it was just, <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> the offer. You feel me? I mean, it was, that was. Where are I'm, you sitting? What? Where are you in a hotel? I mean, I, I was at, the, we had an Airbnb. I wanted, I was down there with my family. I wanted to be down there close to Drew. Sure. So, I mean, if anything happened, which was expected, uh, I would be close and he wouldn't have to try to find me or right, we right, wouldn't have right. to catch a flight or whatever. But
0: Was he telling you beforehand it could get busy early?
1: Yeah. Oh, so you there was a buzz. He said it was going to happen fast. I mean, mm. half the league showed interest. Really? Yeah. Uh, um,
0: did you grow up rooting for a team?
1: I didn't. No. Hmm. I I was looking at where you
0: went to school, and I was like, I don't
1: know who he was rooting for. I I just grew up I'm a player. I've always been more of a player fan. I actually grew up a Randy Moss fan. Randy Moss is the number one. Yeah.
0: Put the hand up when you even, he's leaving. Moss, the baby. Damn. <laughs> uh, so you're sitting there, and you're with your family, and how many minutes go by from the start
1: of the tampering period, free agency and all that, before you get a call? I don't know how how many minutes. I've heard nine minutes. Yeah. And um, Drew just sent me text, money bags, the emoji. All he sent was money bag emojis? Like six of them. And then did you tell people
0: money bag emoji or are you just sitting there like, here we go?
1: Nah. Here we go. And I just knew it had to be something because Drew don't send emojis. He don't. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) So he was like, I can't wait to update you. And I was like, where are you? He was like, I'm at home. I was like, we'll be there. Would you? I would have been there. And go. What does he mean by six money
0: bags? <laughs> Is that sixty million dollars? Like, well, that's kind of what happened. Huh?
1: So, so then, what happens after that? I showed up to his house, um, and he actually had three offers on the table, but the one I chose was a no-brainer. Really? Yeah.
0: What were the other teams?
1: Uh, Houston and the Patriots.
0: I think that's the interesting thing about Bill is he goes, go out and find your worth and then if you want to come back, you can come back. Mm -hmm. But the Raiders, what what was it about the offer other than the number, I guess, that really caught your attention?
1: Or the number two? What was it like to see that number?
0: Trent, I'm going to shut up.
1: Honestly, I mean, it's just I'm a seventh rounder. I've been playing for pennies. You know? Um, And I got two children. I got a family that I want to take care of. I want to retire my parents. And this is the best opportunity to do that. But, but to see it. What it was like to see it, man? I mean, I didn't see it. I saw it on paper. What was that, last Wednesday? I saw it on paper. And I was like... <sighs> you know what I mean? Just sit back
0: and, and just soak it all in. Yeah, yeah. Man. And then, were you nervous signing it? I wasn't. Are you excited, though? I really don't get nervous. I only get nervous on game days. What's – okay, on That's. Oh, I'm going to write that down. But wait, so you you sign it. You Everyone's shaking your hands. They're mm-hmm. saying congratulations. Um, and then who was the first one that told you this is going to make you the highest-paid offensive lineman of all time? Drew told
1: me. How did he say it? Did he say it with a curse? No, nah, he was just like, Trent, <laughs> this is going to make you – the highest paid offensive lineman of all time, man. This is great. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and are you just like, are you just like, thank you? Like, I'm, I mean, I'm speechless. I mean, because I remember Drew, the first time I saw Drew was uh, through the agent panel at University of Florida. Sure. I was meeting with agents, going through the process, blah, blah, blah. And Drew told me that the, the plan all along was he was like, all right, we're, we're probably not going to get drafted high or whatever, but, um, we're going to get you a, an extension in three years. So I'm thinking uh, I'm going to get an extension wherever I go. Right. San Fran, I was thinking I was going to get an extension. Right. Um, to get traded, I was completely blindsided by that. And then just to have to play out my whole contract, not knowing, win a Super Bowl. And Hit free agency free at agency the perfect at the time. Perfect time.
0: Yeah. The
1: guy's timing is
0: impeccable. Did you hug the crap out of Drew? Did you lift him off the ground? No, nah, I didn't. No, you kept it civil? <laughs> yeah, all right. But what an awesome time. Uh, you meet John Gruden. I'm sure you walk in. Did he say anything that you remember? Anything funny?
1: He was just like, you big motherfucker. <laughs> I'm so happy to have you. I mean, I mean, he's full been, of life. Energy. I knew like, he was going to walk up right. to you and just be like, look at you. Oh, this is great. You big motherfucker. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a cool guy, full of energy. He's going to be great playing for him. Yeah.
0: Um, what was the first time walking in and meeting Belichick like?
1: Because he's so low-key. I, I, uh, when I got traded the first, first night of the draft, I was actually here in New York um, at dinner when I found out it was going to happen. And then – um. <laughs> I got a call and he said, all right, Trent, we got to make another pick here, but we're going to get you on the phone with Ms. Nancy. We're going to get you a flight here for a physical and uh, going to try to get this thing worked out. See you tomorrow. So wow. I, I'm sitting there in the office and he 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 comes in the office and he's like, Trent, we, we brought you here to play tackle. Um, we don't know which one is going to be. Uh, we're not giving you anything. You're going to have to work for it. But we brought you in, play, in here to play tackle and – that was it. And you said, let's go. Let's go.
0: Walking in that locker room the first time, different?
1: Way different. Really? I mean, because you go from San Fran, where the locker, is, locker room is huge. You know what I mean? Brand new, all that stuff. And then TVs, bright lights. Yeah, and then you go into New England's locker room, and you just feel, or just the whole like facility, you just feel like mm. history and tradition. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so... I was just like, let's get it. Did you
0: did you feel yourself change at all over this year? Like what what did that experience do to you,
1: do you think? I think uh, I started I fell in love with the game again. That's awesome. Yeah. It wasn't uh it didn't feel like work. You know what I mean? We had fun.
0: Which is funny cuz from our perspective, the fan perspective from the outside, New England seems like the one that worked the most. You know, it's the hardest. They're the only ones where you're running sprints after practice.
1: This is true. But, I mean, we, we work hard, but we work smart as, well, smart as well. You know what I mean? that's, And I think they just understand the process, how mm. things should be. Uh, and I respected it, appreciated it, and we won the Super Bowl.
0: How can mm. you, as one piece of the 53 – as one piece of all the coaching staff and all the staff they have there bring that to Oakland how you know what i mean like i'm sure everyone's tried but how is it just you taking care of yourself and then the rest handles the rest
1: well i feel like it's team, a team a team is like a car Every, everybody has to pull their own weight in order for the car to run um i can i can control what i can control um and just move how I move. Yeah, you know I, I'm I'm not gonna change anything now because I'm the highest paid offensive lineman in says, No, that's I'm I'm still gonna be Trent Brown. I'm still a regular person. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm still gonna be the same humble, down to earth guy. Trent um, Brown
0: is in the locker room. Tom Brady walks up to him for the first time. Says, "Hi, I'm Tom. What
1: was that like?" <laughs> I was kind of Well I actually walked up to him It was time for a team meeting And I was uh, It was one of the It was in minicamp And um, He had gotten there He was with Mr. Kraft, And I uh, Walked up to him I was just like Because at first I was kind of hesitant I was like Do I do it Now Yeah I was like This is what your dad Taught you to do Like This is the man thing to do So I got up And I Introduced myself And he was just like Nice to meet you And uh, The rest is history
0: what is he yelling about all the time? He doesn't yell. No, not to the offensive lineman. Never. What? I he he if is If any
1: if anything is motivation or motivational or yeah, like yeah. stuff like that, it's never he's never chastising or getting in anybody's ass. Like it's all He's, yeah. When you play the Patriots, it feels like you're going
0: up against this emotionless machine, right? Like when you were on the Niners and you play the Patriots or something like that, you'd be like, these guys are just focused. When you are part of the machine and you're going into people's places and you're beating Chicago in Chicago or they, co- you're beating the Chiefs in Kansas City, what is it like to be a part of the machine?
1: Uh... Great, honestly. I, I remember telling him after the uh, AFC Championship game, he was like, bro, so what it feel like? I'm like, bro, the stakes were at an all-time high and I didn't feel any pressure. It was cold as hell out there. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I felt other than that. You know what I mean? It was ball. Like, it was – I was – we were rolling. Yeah. Like, I had no doubt in my mind. Uh, of course, when they – what was that last turnover? Right. FD4 wouldn't have been offside. Oh, it would have been man. a different story. But, I mean, no doubt in my mind, what, what was it, two minutes on the clock? Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's too much time. We got the GOAT back here. <laughs>
0: Is he two, the GOAT?
1: The GOAT of all GOATs. The GOAT of
0: all GOATs. <laughs> the GOATiest GOAT?
1: The GOATiest GOAT.
0: Over Jordan? Brady over Jordan? I mean, I played with him. Yes. Yeah, so now so you're biased for the rest of
1: yeah.
0: your life. <laughs> um, was D Ford lined up over you on that play? Mm-hmm. Did you know he was offsides?
1: I, out of my periphery, I kind of like, dang, he look a little close. But I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, got to play ball at the end of the day. And then, unbelievable. I mean, that when the when the ref made that call, I mean, you guys must like your heart was probably in your chest. Because I'm like because the pick what was it a pick and then I'm like I'm walking to the side and I'm like damn it's over we're going home right then it's talks going on I'm like what's going on what's going on why are we still out here it's a flag Outsides. first down oh. Um, in terms of your guys playoff run
0: Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa zero sacks Justin Houston D Ford Chris Jones zero sacks Aaron Donald and Dominick Sue, Dante Fowler Zero
1: sacks.
0: How did that happen? How'd um, y'all pitch a shutout?
1: Our our O line was a tight knit group, and Coach Scar is a great coach. Yeah, and uh, we started gelling and rolling uh, at the perfect time in the year.
0: When did it click?
1: Um, what was it? I? I think we really started kind of clicking around the Minnesota game. I don't know mm-hmm. what week that was. The Minnesota game. They
0: came to you guys. Kirk Cousins couldn't do anything, and then your offense was just moving.
1: Yeah, and and then like we just kept getting closer and closer. We, st- I mean, we were always close. I mean, it's was, it was a close knit group before I get tight knit group before sure. I got there. But they welcomed me in with open arms. Everybody treats each other with respect. It's family. Yeah, through and through. Um, and I think that played a big role in the success we had. Um, I can tell you a story from the Super Bowl where. <laughs> we used to, we laughed about it after the game, but uh, what was it? So, Coach Scar had broken it down at one of our practices during the week, I believe that Thursday, on grit. And he broke it down at the start of practice. And um, we, so, Marcus had said, break it down on grit. And everybody kind of looked around like, Buck, get out of here. You know what I mean? But, yeah. Then David said and it and he was like, "What do you say, boys? <laughs> grit for a world championship. Break it down on grit for a world championship." And everybody just, you know, what I am saying, put their hands in. It was just, it was just the five of us, nobody else. Yeah, it was just the five of us. And uh, that was the best drive of the season. We can, I bet, we can all probably say that. I mean, we, yeah, we broke a couple long runs. Then Grant came up with the catch. And you just felt like in that huddle, saying "Grit" and letting the hands go up. I mean, I felt like we were on, we were on varsity blues with John Mox. <laughs> Seriously. Come on, boys. We got one more chance for a state title for our parents and our cousins. Let's do it.
0: And it just... And you're moving. Yeah. And the fullback is in there and that's awesome, man. Yeah. To lift the trophy. To kiss it. Twice. Twice. Ooh, you kissed it twice. Excuse me. Take her out to dinner first. Was it... Was it to, to look at your teammates, to see the confetti,
1: like... And it's most emotional. You know what I mean, the the, the road it is taken for me to get here. Uh, some would say the road less traveled, and to be sitting in these chairs. I mean, it's all. Like, this I, is
0: the honor you being here with me. Get the fuck out of here. I appreciate it, bro. <laughs> um, I, I'm looking at your schools: high school, Westover Comprehensive High School, Georgia Military College. Where where are these places like? I feel like this has instilled so much into you, but what are those schools even like? Because I've never heard schools called that before. I know a military school, which made me understand maybe why you fit in with the Belichick whole mm-hmm. thing. But Westover, like, what what were these places like?
1: I mean, it was just a high school, nothing, nothing special to it. Okay. But, uh, it's funny because me and him, we played on the same team uh, in high school, and then we were three and seven, and we're city champs three 20. and
0: seven is city wow
1: <laughs> we won three games that's and was, incredible and could call ourselves champs of some sort but uh and then George military college I would never regret that decision that was the best decision I made in my life how come I, I hold I hold that place near and dear to my heart forever uh just the relationships I've formed uh I got numerous amount of friends lifelong relationships uh I got a, a brother that plays right up the road here, Neville Hewitt. Yeah, plays with the Jets. That's my brother. Really, F- to the grave. So, is this like a JUCO
0: type of situation? Yeah, but it was a military colors. school. Mm-hmm. Man, what was that life like?
1: It was easy. Yeah.
0: How come? Because for me, I'm I'm crazy. I mean, I don't have. A, I'm not crazy. I've at never rules. had
1: a I've never had a issue with following rules or yeah, anything like that. I'm, I have both of my parents are retired military. My dad's. A, still a police officer, my mom's a school teacher, so... Wow. Authority has never been an issue. Respecting authority has never been an issue for me. Respect, period, has never been an issue for me. Mm. Um, yeah, so... I don't understand
0: how someone that is
1: 68380,
0: who has shown what you've shown on the national stage time and time again, with a military background, with a mom that's a teacher, and a dad that's retired military, and a cop, and your mom was retired military too, so I didn't want to forget that, can somehow just get traded for nothing
1: fuck bro <laughs> what were they seeing
0: what were they seeing
1: Uh, I don't know what they were seeing you're not a distraction just, you're not an annoyance you're not someone The lo- like what the fuck happened I just I mean I guess, I guess people people feel like uh, I'll just say I'll just put it like this sometimes business becomes personal sometimes I don't know why uh, but Probably because I chose to not play the rest of the season, because and chose to have shoulder surgery because Doctor mm. and, Andrew's uh, recommended it. Right, really, he was like, "You got to have surgery." He was, he was like, "You're risking your career here. Damn, if you don't." Uh, and they, you mean the season that you guys couldn't make the playoffs anyway? Right, <laughs> playing for pride,
0: but. It is what it is. Man, well, thank God you didn't play, and mm-hmm. you got the surgery, and you went to New England, and now you're on the Raiders, and now you got guys like Antonio Brown on your team. Did you sign before or after that trade happened? No, he was already signed. So he had already gotten traded. Yeah. Did that make it even more Well, we exciting? signed the same
1: day, but he was already traded. Yeah. It was the
0: same day. I knew mm-hmm. it was the same thing. Yeah. But how much more exciting
1: does I think that make? It happened it? like that Saturday or Sunday, and mine happened uh, the Monday. How exciting is that? it's cool cuz i mean we had we really kind of formed a relationship over here over the past year uh i remember last year we were working out i was finishing up a workout and he was probably starting his eighth workout of the day wow <laughs> i don't i mean I, no he, but he he, he does. does i don't know how many times but he does work right. out a lot and so um he was just like dang bro you it's something about you you got that glow you know what i mean and i'm sure he would know cuz we got similar stories you yeah, know yeah yeah uh,
0: Six round draft big Central mm-hmm. Michigan, mm-hmm. overlooked. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely.
1: And uh, yeah, we, we formed a kind of a bond. Social media, Stain's phone numbers. Uh, yeah, now the, the Bay is getting the Brown Boys.
0: The, is that what you guys are going to call each other? The Brown Boys? The best part, too, is you're so opposite. <laughs> you're huge. Antonio Brown is like a smaller guy. Man, there's some opportunities there. The Brown Boys. Robin B. Robin. <laughs> uh, what's it like for you in airports?
1: Fucking awful, huh? I mean, going to the airport is not bad, but being on the plane yeah. is horrible. I can't use the bathroom. I can't do anything. I just sit there in my seat hoping that we Luckily, get Luckily, you don't
0: have to fly coach anymore.
1: <laughs> have you ever had to do that? Yeah, probably a lot. When I was taking visits... I took a visit to Arizona. They couldn't get me first class because that's considered extra benefits when that, I mean. Wow. You got a guy six eight in coats. They would try their hardest to give me an exit row, but. Do
0: you even fit? Like, do your knees even get it, like, under the seat? Or do you have to go, like, diagonal? It's hard. You have to buy, like, two seats. It's hard. I say that. I meant more the airport because I feel like everyone would be like, Hi, I don't know who you are, but, like, you oh, look.
1: Nah. Okay. Nah. That nah. doesn't happen to you? Nah. Huh. I don't even give off like you can't even smell famous on me. You know what I mean? Like I'm that's how regular I am, and that's how regular you just, you just, I want to be. You rub like like bread on you. You're like yeah, I'm just
0: normal. I'm just normal. This isn't this isn't a scent. Yeah. Um, excitement about the Raiders. Excited to get going. When when's the next step of the process? When is it season mode? When does that switch click on?
1: Um, I say the season never ended. Uh, I took a couple days off after the Super Bowl, and I was back to working out. You're telling me you didn't celebrate that contract at all? I haven't celebrated. You have a big dinner when I? I mean, you have a I, nice dinner. I, I guess if celebrating equals me going and packing up, and getting on a U-Haul, and driving Damn. to Texas in the middle of the night with my family to move to Texas. Man, we got to work on your celebrating skills. <laughs> what, what have you made a purchase
0: yet? Really, nothing. Uh, all right, well the first thing we're gonna do is I usually give Lefko PR, which is like advice. But I think that story is good enough advice. And I think that letting people
1: know that you haven't done that yet is amazing, bro. I mean I don't I don't need anything. I have everything I need.
0: Also, I know how Antonio Brown talks, so the fact that he looked at you is like, yo, you've got a glow, man. <laughs> like he Antonio Brown is like he's like an energy feeler. The first time I met him, I was like, "He's on something." And you just realize that's just his eyes. Yeah. That's just his energy. He's just a different cat. Yeah. I think he played the whole NFL with that mustache thing. I think that whole thing was just to get him out of Pittsburgh. <laughs> and it was smart. It was really smart. It's good strategy. Uh, I'm excited for you. Uh, I wish you the best. Um, do you have any expectations? Like, now that you've you've conquered that mountain about winning a super bowl and you've you secured the bag and you're feeling good how will you keep motivating yourself
1: i'm motivated by the same things that motivated me before and if anything i got two beautiful kids that mm-hmm. has motivation enough and my parents my parents don't want to quit i want them to so bad but
0: <laughs> you're trying to retire your parents yeah uh
1: but they won't quit uh so that's motivation to keep going as well awesome bro
0: uh, any message for Raider
1: Nation out there? Nah, man. I'm, a, I'm excited to be coming to the Black Hole to be a part of Raider Nation, baby. That's awesome.
0: Congratulations, the main man, the $66 million man, Trent Brown. Von Miller called him the best uh, tackle in the NFL. Joe Staley says he's kind of like John Ogden. Now he's got a Super Bowl. Now he's paid. And now he's the starting left tackle or right tackle. I don't know. Has that been announced yet? Does it even matter? Whatever side Derek Carr needs to be blocked, he's blocking. Trent Brown, you're the fucking man, dude. Thank you. Appreciate it, dude. Yes, sir.